We are brought to you today by Athletic Greens AG1. This magical green powder of 75 pristinely sourced vitamins and minerals supports your gut health, immune function, and it helps with energy, recovery, focus, and even anti-aging. These are a few of many reasons that AG1 has become a staple part of my routine. First thing, every morning into a cold glass of water. AG1 saves me time and money by taking all the guesswork out of what vitamin stack I should be using to help optimize my health. So you can reclaim your health with convenient daily nutrition. It's easy. One scoop in a cup of water every day. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free year's supply of immune-supporting vitamin D plus five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash roadman. That's athleticgreens.com forward slash roadman to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. The link and all the details for this offer are in today's show notes. It's episode 687 of the Roadman Cycling Podcast. Today I want to talk to you about Atomic Habits by James Clear. Let's cue that intro! Welcome to the Roadman Cycling Podcast. My name is Anthony Walsh. Six days a week, we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you on your journey towards health, happiness, and longevity. Now let's get into the show. Roadman, welcome back. You weren't seeing stuff. It wasn't 2017. I was back bike racing. I pinned numbers on and I got to wear a Roadman kit for the first ever time in a bike race. It was a monumentous weekend, at least for me. And I get, I get into the idea today of celebrating small victories and I am going to celebrate that. It was so cool seeing a little manifestation of our online community, our podcast community in real life. IRL as the kids call it, in real life. We had the Roadman Cycling Podcast crew who've come together to do a Saturday ride and they had their first races together this weekend. So it was amazing and I was happy to pin numbers on and be a part of it. Look, my legs aren't there to be at the very front with the very best riders in the country, but I think I rolled in just outside the top 10. Myself and a good friend of mine, Sean McKenna and coach for Roadman Cycling, we a little two up for the last 30 minutes. So finished somewhere in between the break and the bunch and it was brilliant. But today I wanted to revisit a book I love. I got a chance to sit down and reread some of the chapters over the weekend. It's Atomic Habits by the author James Clear. Now this idea of revisiting it, it was prompted by listening to a podcast when James Clear was a guest on a UK podcast I was listening to while I was over in London. I was banging away on the treadmill with James in my ear and I was struck by how many great lessons there are in this book. In one of my New Year resolutions, I had this idea where I wanted to read fewer books but read them in more detail. And I reread my old notes on this book and I picked out some absolute gems, which I just thought would be such an amazing way for you to start your week. It's Monday, we're all looking for that idea of a fresh slate, the idea that this week will be better than last week, who doesn't love progress? And just implementing two or three of these little takeaways I had from the book, I think is going to be such a positive way for you to start your week. If you're looking to make positive changes in any aspect of your life, but you've struggled with sticking to new habits, this book is definitely one that's worth checking out. Even grab the audiobook. It's all about power of small, consistent habits and how they compound over time to lead to massive changes. One of the key takeaways from this book for me is the idea of habit stacking. This means attaching a new habit that you want to build to an existing habit that's already a part of your routine. By linking these two habits together, you're more likely to stick to the new habit. For example, if you want to start meditating every morning, 
you could stack it into your existing habit of brushing your teeth in the morning. So one habit becomes a trigger or a reminder to do the other. This creates an anchor point for your new habit and helps to keep it automatic. Some that I try to stack, I listen to a podcast while I'm stretching. I always pull out a book and read when I'm using my compression boots. You can get really creative with this. Please do let me know what you stack and what you pair together. Let me know over on Twitter because I'm really interested in experimenting more with this. That's the first thing that I thought was super interesting. Another thing I absolutely loved was this idea of identity-based habits. This is the idea that you should focus on becoming the type of person who naturally gravitates towards the habit you want to develop. That sounds confusing, so let me give you an example. If you want to be a writer, you should focus on developing the habit of a writer's mindset. By becoming the type of person who values writing and values creativity, you'll naturally develop the habits that support these goals. Now, I love this idea of identity-based habits because it emphasizes the importance of mindset and beliefs in shaping our behavior. We often think of habits as something we need to force ourselves to do. There has to be a compulsion to do it. When I stacked on a pile of weight back, what was it, 2019, I was at my lowest ebb around then. I've had podcasts where I've talked about this before, but this idea of identity-based habits, I didn't have a label for it. I didn't know what it was. But looking back, it's my saving grace. And maybe that's why this podcast resonated so strongly with me. I still saw myself as an athlete around then. I'm sure absolutely no one else in the world did. I did not look like an athlete. I was still wearing medium and small cycling kit. And I was literally poured into it. I was melted into it. I was like when you're on holidays and you have a suitcase you go over that's at capacity. Then you buy a bunch of shit you don't need when you're on holidays. And you try and cram it into the suitcase and stuff the zip closed. That's what I was like getting into my cycling kit. It wasn't pretty. But the fact that no one else seen me as an athlete, but I still viewed myself as an athlete, was really important. Even though I was 100 plus kilograms, I believed in my own head that I just let myself go a little, that I'd had a long off-season. It didn't matter to me. It was like a two-year off-season. Maybe I was borderline schizophrenic at the time. Who knows? But I thought, this is just an off-season, and now it's time to get back to work. By viewing myself as an athlete, I naturally gravitated towards my old bike rider habits, laying out my kit the night before, counting my calories, focusing on my macros, focusing on my hydration. That identity saves me from a very, very slippery slope, so I can highly recommend trying to make those identity-based shifts. One of my favorite ideas from this book, and something I'm really trying to take on board as I'm trying to write more at the moment, It's the idea of casting votes for the type of person you want to be. The idea behind the concept is that every choice we make throughout the day is a vote for the type of person that we want to become. Every time we choose to engage in a certain behavior or make a particular decision, we're reinforcing a certain identity or sense of self. For example, if your goal is to become a healthier and a fitter person, as I'm sure a lot of you listen to this podcast have a similar goal like that, Every time you choose to jump on your bike, get kitted, instead of lounging on the couch, you're casting a vote for the identity of a healthy, active person. If you consistently make these choices, over time you will become that healthy and active person. And those habits help to shape your identity and your sense of self. You can see how it's quite circular. Now, on the flip side, if you consistently make choices that don't align, with the identity you want to have. You're essentially casting votes against that identity. For example, if you know you want to be a writer, but you spend all your free time watching Netflix instead of writing, 
You're casting votes against the identity of a writer. If you know you want to be fit, you want to race, but you consistently miss sessions and order takeaway, you're casting votes against that identity you want. By consistently casting votes for the type of person you want to become, we're reinforcing that identity and making it more likely we'll stick to our desired habits and achieve our goals. So if you want to become more productive, creative, or healthy, start by making small choices every single day that align with that identity. They don't have to be huge, monumental decisions. They just need to be a vote in that direction. By consistently casting votes for the type of person you want to be, you're going to gradually build habits and a mindset that supports that identity. And over time, you will become that type of person. I just love that idea of casting votes because we do it all day long with every single decision we make. When we decide to drive instead of walk, when we decide to order takeaway instead of shop, when we decide to work late instead of spending time with our family, we're casting votes always for the type of person you want to be. And lately I've zoomed out and I'm trying to think, what am I optimizing for? And more and more I'm trying to optimize for what is my perfect day? And my perfect day largely revolves around actions and habits that are identities for the type of life I want to live. So it's a fascinating way to conduct your day. Start by, I would say, analyzing the decisions you're making and then consciously moving towards making better decisions next week. Week one, start small. And that's what I want to talk about because this is a great place to finish. This idea of small wins. James Clear, he emphasizes this importance of celebrating progress, no matter how small. I've really tried to do this on the podcast and it's made the journey so much more rewarding and lightly I'll stick to it. I've celebrated you know, quite arbitrary milestones for other people. I've celebrated download figures. I've celebrated episode milestones. You'll have heard me like cheering, episode 500, whoa! It's not a big deal for anyone else, but by me celebrating these milestones, I'm getting these small wins all the time. Now celebrating sponsors. He argues that by focusing on small wins, we can help to build momentum and motivation towards larger goals. For example, if you're trying to write a book, celebrating the fact that you wrote for 10 minutes every day this week can really help to motivate you to continue into the following week. So if you're looking to build new habits, start small and focus on making consistent progress over time. Remember that every choice you make, it's a vote for the type of person you want to become. So be intentional about the choices you're making as you journey through the world today. And don't forget to celebrate those small wins along the way, folks. That's it for today's podcast. I hope you found this discussion of James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, both helpful and inspiring. If you haven't had a chance to check out the book, I'd highly recommend grabbing a copy, checking out the audiobook, whatever your jam is. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Write safe, and I'm going to chat to you again tomorrow.